Well, welcome everyone. It's Pastor Cooper. And I wanted to welcome you to uh, Cheney Faith Center's new podcast called The Midweek. And simply it's going to be um, a conversation with Pastor Mark and myself, some other guests. Um, and we're going to just dialogue more on what we spoke of during the Sunday message or things in our certain cultural moment that just deserves some space to just dialogue some more from a biblical perspective. And so um, this is going to happen throughout the midweek. We're going to hopefully release this about every Wednesday. And just to give us a chance to just have some more um, things to help us know Jesus and live for him daily. If podcasts are your thing, uh, maybe this will help just in your discipleship as you own your faith. Um, So yeah, we are excited about this and we're also looking for feedback. So if you're listening to this, um, let us know, or maybe there's some things that you want us to talk through and um, yeah, just to bring some biblical perspective and thought to. So yeah, so with that, this is what this week's episode is going to be. Hey, hello everyone. Uh, This is Pastor Mark and this is the Midweek Podcast and I'm here with Pastor Cooper and I'm going to do the hosting today because Pastor Cooper brought the word this past Sunday, yesterday, and uh, he did a great job talking about 1 Corinthians 12 and talking about the Holy Spirit and our spiritual gifts. He's also riding a high because his Vikings beat up on the Packers, <laughs> and so yes. and I'm riding a low because the Sea Ducks beat up my, uh, I call them the Coal Miners Daughters right now because they are not the 49ers. They've been downgraded to the Coal Miners Daughters because they play like a bunch of girls. So uh, <laughs> right now we're... Uh, we're, we're excited about that, but um, we're excited about talking about first Corinthians chapter 12 yeah. because the yeah. Holy spirit is huge. Um, Jesus said that uh, to the disciples when he left, Hey, don't go anywhere. Don't do anything. Wait in Jerusalem until the Holy spirit comes upon you mm-hmm. and you'll be my witnesses in all Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, and to the othermost ends of the earth. And then we have much more direction as we see more of uh, the new Testament. And that's what Paul's doing here in first mm-hmm. Corinthians 12. But I think the important thing here is Jesus really talked a lot about how, how important the Holy Spirit was. And now Paul's giving a little bit more direction Mm -hmm. to a church that honestly was really kind of struggling with the Holy Spirit Mm -hmm. and how to operate in their spiritual gifts in a godly way and in the way the Holy Spirit wanted them to instead of in a selfish way. And so Paul's really given some good, good direction here and, um, so that's important. So we're going to jump in. We're going to talk about it. spiritual gifts and yeah. uh, I've got some questions for you and, uh, it might even be a little bit like a dialogue today yeah. because, yeah. um, I, I don't think any of us have a doctorate on spiritual gifts. And even if we had a doctorate on spiritual gifts, it wouldn't be good enough. Right. So, um, <laughs> it's quite a large subject. Yes, it's, it's quite a, the Holy yeah. spirit is quite a large subject. Would you say so, it's infinite? I would say it's infinite. Yes. <laughs> yes, I would. Yeah. Uh, and so it, it's, it's fun and it's great, but it's also, um, something that I think is very, very important in mm-hmm. our cultural moment, because I think we need the Holy spirit just as much today as every single generation has. Mm -hmm. But, um, you know, we're living in some tough times and even tomorrow we got a big day with the election and probably the most important thing we need to do as believers is to live in the spirit, Mm -hmm. not in our flesh and to just trust that the Lord is in control no matter what. And so Mm -hmm. I'm excited about that. So, um, well, let me jump into one right away. You talked about this a little bit in your message, but I'd like to give you just a little bit more Mm -hmm. opportunity to touch on this because I think it's a personal thing that every single one of us as a believer really kind of needs to figure out. Mm -hmm. So talk just for a minute about like just that concept and maybe unpack it a little bit more about how you really discover what your spiritual gift Mm -hmm. is or how, how do you find out what, what mine is and how to use it and how to begin to grow in it and, and make it a part of my life. 
Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, and like and like what Mark Mark was saying, we're gonna probably dialogue a lot back and forth in this because I think part of within like the discussion of spiritual gifts is part of it is just like the experience in ministry. Mm-hmm. And Mark's been a pastor for a long while and has lived this out and has studied a lot. And so I really lean on Mark's wisdom and knowledge on this as well. But um, it's a, yeah, you're, you're essentially asking like, how do I discover my spiritual gift and right. like, what is my spiritual gift? Right. And there's obviously you, you can you can Google and right, you can yeah. find a thousand tests yeah. that'll give you some direction. Mm-hmm. Um, but it seems like there's not like this set formula within Scripture that says you have to do this, 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 right? And then boom, here's your spiritual gift. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of times, the Lord makes us, creates us into a certain way that maybe we lean towards a certain gifting, whether it's mm-hmm. Um, leadership, whether it's um, acts of service, helping, um, things like that, that we kind of just gravitate towards more so. Mm-hmm. So so some of that might just be recognizing, like, where am I really, like, being used at right now in my life? And just kind of saying, oh, like, that might be a spiritual gift that the Lord is really, like, creating in me and just refining in me that I should probably really seek out more so. Maybe it's during a worship service, you just are always just feeling like, you need to say something, you know, just a prophetic word. And you're like, oh, maybe that's an inclination that I might have the gift of prophecy. And right. I should probably seek this more, pray the Lord, ask for his wisdom. I think the huge thing too is we ought to ask for it. Yeah. Um, I mean, the, the the word says in multiple areas, like we, we don't receive because we don't ask for things. And so uh, mm-hmm. we need to be proactive in seeking the giftings. Um, but I think it, it kind of starts off with that, like where where do I see myself leaning already in the way that I do ministry, in the way that I live my life, is it in this vein of a, of a spiritual gifting? And right. it does help to kind of know what the spiritual gifts are. Yeah, and, and have them defined in yeah, your mind. Yeah. yeah, and so I think there's roughly, is it like 19, 18, yeah. 19? I mean, there's when different lists. you look at lists. Romans, 1 Corinthians, yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. There's something Ephesians, in, yeah. Yep, yep. Um, and they, they kind of all around about 18, 19, 20 gifts. There's some yeah. tests that they're like, there's 55 gifts. Yeah, and you're the like, gift ah. of mac and cheese. Right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes, which is just a very good gift, by the way. Yeah. Um, and so it helps, yeah, like like you're saying, to have an understanding of what are the general gifts. Yeah. And where do I already find myself leaning towards mm-hmm. um, that I should probably ask the Lord, like, hey, like, help me discover this even deeper with within my life so I can... Um, yeah, just be empowered even more so in, right. in letting that um, be in my life. Um, I think, too, another thing, like I mentioned on my sermon, is that shouldn't pigeonhole us into yes. a certain gift. Well, I already like am a really big into acts of service, so that's my only gift. Right. Well, that's a way that like the Lord's really using you, and that's probably where you're gifted more so. That doesn't mean you should stop desiring or seeking mm-hmm. other gifts. Yes. You know, and really like taking time to just spend time with the Lord and saying, God, like um, empower me right now, like to to have the other gifts, you right. know, and to act on that, to be obedient on that. Um, to let that speak out. And so um, there's another interesting thing too I was just thinking of right now is like Paul in his letter to Timothy um, talks about fan into flame, fan into flame. the yep. gift that you receive when he laid hands on him. So there's also mm-hmm. this, this I guess you could say supernatural, like divine impartation mm-hmm. sometimes for people when, when it comes to yeah. giftings. and Like from Elijah to Elisha too. Totally. Giftings yeah, passed pa- on. Passing the mantle yep. on. And so... Um, that makes it really easy to know what your gifting is. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> because, because yeah. you know, you might be prayed for and all of a sudden, boom, something, something happens yeah. and you might have 
the gift of, of tongues or yeah. of prophecy or um, whatever it might be, or to speak boldly and, and to teach boldly. And it just, it just happens. It just is right there because God just acts in the miraculous and it just is imparted um, right. onto who you are and stuff. And yeah. so, um, yeah, but I don't, do you want to add any other yeah, thoughts to that? Yeah, I think so. I think probably a big thing for me too is I, I do feel like um, there are certain gifts that we do operate in. Mm-hmm. And so like the Holy Spirit, as he mentioned in chapter 12, that there are certain gifts that he, he, he will impart to you and he will give you that gift. And your gift is to be used mm-hmm. as part of the greater body of Christ, right? Yeah. So you yeah. might have a gift that you kind of like fall into that that's kind of like your wheelhouse, you might say. Totally. Um, but I also believe this is just part of being filled with the spirit. Mm-hmm. This is just about if I'm a person that is living out the life of the Holy Spirit in me, then is it possible for me to do any of the gifts at any time? Yes, because it's the Holy Spirit Mm -hmm. in me. It's not me doing something. It's the Holy Spirit. So maybe I, maybe I'm, you know, strong in, in prophecy Mm -hmm. and that's my big thing, but that doesn't mean the Holy Spirit wouldn't say, Hey, I want you to go pray for that person to be healed. Right. And you go over and you pray for that person to be healed and they're healed. Mm -hmm. That's maybe not your major gift all the time. Yeah. Uh, Maybe you're not a big encourager, Mm -hmm. but the Lord says, Hey, I want you to go give a word of encouragement to that person. Mm -hmm. And, and that's not in your wheelhouse, right? Right, right? But, but maybe what you want to do is never be in front of people and you just want to hang out in the back, but there will be times where the Holy Spirit says, nah, I, mm-hmm. I want you to, I want you to go say something. Mm-hmm. And so I think it's the biggest thing is uh, this is living life in the Holy Spirit and mm-hmm. he can, and, and we'll, when he talks, we'll say yes and we'll obey mm-hmm. and we'll listen yeah. and we'll obey what he's saying. And, and when we do anything can happen. And so I think that's good. So that, that leads to kind of a big question. Mm -hmm. I think that's an important one and I'll throw this one, one out there for you and I to dialogue in, but, um, and it's a question I've gotten over the years. And that is that are the gifts to be used only in the church Mm. or are the gifts to be used outside the church? Like in our everyday lives as well. Mm -hmm. When you think about, you know, the gifts of the spirit and they're kind of in this context of church, but, and church meetings in first Corinthians 12, but we were at church for maybe two hours of the, mm-hmm. of the week. Yeah. And then we've got the whole rest of the week. Mm-hmm. Am I supposed to just not use them or right. how, how does that happen? So let's yeah. talk f- for a minute about that, about how your gifts are used in the church and then outside the church too. Yeah. Yeah. It's good. Um, obviously like, yeah, like you were mentioning, Paul is directly speaking to the churches in his letters with the gifts to the church in Corinth and stuff. And even, I know you'll go into this in chapter 14. Yeah. As, as you talk about that in a couple of weeks, he gives clear direction on how the gifts, even in the church would look like for the unbeliever, yep. you know, for who's just kind of like, wait, what is going What's on? Going All these on? people are speaking in languages that don't make sense. And I'm not even connecting to what's going on. So I think mm-hmm. what we, what we can grab from this is, there are certain contexts that our gifts should be used in, and we mm-hmm. should have an understanding of the context that we're in, both in the church and outside the church. If I'm standing in the line at uh, Yokes, <laughs> and I'm not going to probably just start speaking in tongues because people would be like, right. what is going on? You know? <laughs> What's wrong with Cooper? Yeah, but there has been times where I've seen people from our church or whatever at Yokes, and I've heard like, or they've expressed like, yeah, some hard things are going on. I'm going to pray for them. Mm-hmm. I'm going to ask for a miraculous, you know, gift you know, the Holy Spirit to, to heal them in that moment. Like, I'm not going to say, well, we're at yokes right now. So, so I can't pray for you. You yeah, know, it's like, yeah. no, like 
could be used both in, in inside and outside the church, just about knowing the context of where we're at and just how that can look, you know, because we don't want to be, I guess, a stumbling block, but also just have people be like, what the heck is going on? So I guess the short answer to your story or to your question is a yes and no. Yeah. <laughs> they are to be used in the church and not in same with, you know, outside, um, outside the, the church. church because Paul in chapter 14 is saying, Hey, in the church, if there's unbelievers in, in your church, you should think about probably not just continually speaking in tongues because that's not bringing them into what's happening as a church body. And it's actually alienating them away from hearing what God wants to speak to them. Right. You know, Cause they just, they just don't know what's going on and stuff. Right. So, so I guess that, that the answer is a, is a yes and no, the gift yeah. should be used in the church and outside the church. Yeah. And, but it's just about knowing your context yeah. of, of using the gifts for that. Yeah. That's really good. That's really good. I think it is so important to just live life in the spirit outside the church too. That's what God mm-hmm. intended for us. Yeah. Um, and just, I think just like, I mean, obviously the gift of evangelism, gift of serving and I mean, those are things right. huge outside the church that help build bridges, um, to bring, to bring people into maybe asking more questions about Jesus right? or to saying yes to Jesus. And like I was saying in um, a message, like our gift should always point people to Jesus. They shouldn't point people to us or be selfish in that way. They should always point people to Jesus and, and lead them into a thought process of like, huh, like why, why is that person serving me or, or why is this happening? Right. You know? And so I think that's a huge thing is that happens outside the church. You know, mm-hmm. there, there aren't a lot of lost people in the church. Yeah. <laughs> there, there are a lot of lost people outside the church. And so yeah. we need to be empowered with the Holy spirit. Like, like you said, in the first little bit in acts, I mean, when Jesus said, Hey, I'm giving you the Holy Spirit so you can go out and you can actually do some things and and fulfill the Great Commission, you know, outside mm-hmm. of the church and stuff. And so we need the Holy Spirit to to gift us to use those gifts outside the church. Right, right. I think that's so important. Well, one of the things that I notice um, in the church that mm-hmm. is always kind of a challenge is Paul says it very clearly. Every single one of us has a gift. Mm-hmm. And so that means when you think about all of us in in our church, in Cheney Faith Center and the greater body of Christ, every single one of us in a seat has a spiritual gift. Yeah. But my question is, are we using it? Mm. You know? Yeah. So talk for a minute about if I, if I know what my spiritual gift is, like, mm-hmm. or I'm discovering that, I'm trying to figure that out, how do I start using it? How, mm-hmm. do, how do I start just letting the Holy spirit use me Mm -hmm. and figure out what my gift is or know what my gift is and say, Hey, I'm going to start using you. How how can, how can I start doing that? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think the, the first step is just to move forward. Um, and whatever your gifting is, if it's like acts of service, like obviously just start serving the people around you. If it's the gift of evangelism, start talking about Jesus. If it's the gift that's maybe primarily within the church, like gift of tongues or prophecy or something like that, I would say let's 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 talk about it. Let's ask the leadership for um, just some steps to exercise that gift that that gift in a way that's God honoring. And and right now it's hard because with COVID, we really haven't had like other meetings outside of. We're just kind of getting back into like Sunday church and it's only one service. Like our Holy Spirit services we used to have. Right, right. So we we would would have that happen, you know, three or so a year um, Mm -hmm. of just a worship night, Holy Spirit service that 
would be more open to those giftings where you could you could exercise those in, in a way that um, not only just edifies the body, but also allows you to practice those giftings. And right. I mean, it sounds weird, but spiritual gifts is kind of like a muscle too, in, in, a, in a way. Absolutely. And it's about using them, exercising them so that it just builds the strength of that spiritual gift. And, and, um, and that's one thing I think like Mark and I have talked about this and we've dialogued with a lot of people within our church and stuff. And we are a four square uh, church where we're Pentecostal theology. Um, and people will, well, Hey, during a Sunday service, can I do, we can do this, do this. And we totally like, affirm those things and want those things to happen with speaking in tongues. But we also take into context like chapter 14 of first Corinthians of like, we want to make sure that for the unbelievers that are coming or people who are maybe just almost first steps of their faith, that it's not confusing um, right. for them. And that might, alienate them away from what the whole like service is happening. And so even on like our worship nights and different things, we'll have, we'll have people exercising their gifts that you wouldn't normally see on a Sunday morning service. Mm-hmm. Um, people who just, you know, have more of that freedom to do that. Um, so I guess, I don't know if I answered the question directly yeah, or yeah. not. Um, but yeah, I would say it's, it's let's, let's start like, just start using them. Mm-hmm. And I think it's a little scary cause it is, um, yep. it's like taking that step of faith of like, well, I don't know if this is going to work or whatever, mm-hmm. you know, but that's, that's part of exercising that muscle is yeah. you start to, I guess, get confidence in it and you just build up kind of like this, like muscle to just do it, mm-hmm. um, and, and to live in that and to work in it. And, um, in, in a way it almost seems effortless, um, as you exercise your giftings, it just becomes who you are, almost like an athlete who just practices a lot, like a free throw, you know? Yep. Um, yeah. And then all of a sudden, it just becomes a very effortless motion, which right. is a part of who they are. And yeah. And that's something that, um, and I know Mark um, has, a, has a great gifting just of, of prayer and, and of, of, of his prayer language. And that's just something of who you are. And yeah. It's a part of you. And mm-hmm. that's just, it's not, it's not awkward for you just no. to get into yeah. that, you know, it's like, I know two languages and I can mm-hmm. bounce back and forth between mm-hmm. the two. It's not, yeah. it's not challenging. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. For yeah. sure. So yeah. So I'd say it's, it's a lot of it is just going yeah. forth and just doing it. Yeah. The other thing that I think is huge is, and we see this in scripture, right? Mm-hmm. The gifts are used in the context of relationship. Mm, yeah. So, um, I know this is a little bit challenging with COVID, but it was something we were actually starting. We were, we were starting to, yeah, we're, we're going to make our, right. We're going to yeah. make our pre-service and our, and our eight o'clock service more of a spiritual gift minded mm-hmm. service. And then COVID hit and away we went and yeah. we did it a couple of times and we're planning to keep it going through the summer and it just COVID yeah. COVID stifled some things for a minute. But anyway, yeah. um, one thing that I think is important is the gifts are meant to be used in a relationship. So when we are doing relationship together, so you're in a relational environment, you're in a life team or you're in a, Mm -hmm. you're grabbing some people and you're, you're going through the journal and you're meeting together and you're in your house and you're just talking and, and somebody shares something, Mm -hmm. right? It's, it's in those moments when somebody shares real life Mm -hmm. and is authentic that in that moment we can say, okay, what might be a word of knowledge for this? Mm-hmm. or a word of wisdom, or mm-hmm. is the Lord speaking something prophetically to me so that I can speak something specific prophetically mm-hmm. to that person, but it happens in relationship. Yeah. Sometimes I think when we come in to church, we sit down and we leave as soon as the last song's over or, or the, or we're done saying goodbye. 
like the relationship hasn't happened. And if we're not in a relational environment outside Sunday morning and we're not mm-hmm. doing life together with other people in the body of Christ, then those spiritual gifts kind of have no outlet. Mm-hmm. And so I think that that's important too, that, yeah. um, that, that is something that we just need to work on, mm-hmm. which brings me to another question. Like maybe you're pretty good with your spiritual gift, mm-hmm. right? And you, you know, your gift well, and you're excited about it. You use it as often as you can. Um, what could you do if, if you have a little bit more knowledge of spiritual gifts and maybe you're a little bit further along than some, someone else, what can you do to help someone else begin to discover and use mm-hmm. their gift? Yeah. Yeah. Like, think, like mentoring them kind of like, yeah, exactly. And I think like what you were saying, relationship is huge within that, um, to have that relationship, to speak into that person's life and to help disciple them and to just continue to fan into flame. Um, just that gifting that they do have, um, is huge. So relationship is like super important for, um, just helping those conversations go forward. Um, but I think it just like for you, if you're like, let's say further along in the, in the process, you can bring, I guess the word would be accountability, um, to that person who Mm -hmm. is discovering their gift and just kind of figuring it out and taking those first steps is you provide a safe place and a safe person, to help them just understand and know like how they're, I guess how they're doing in that gifting. Like for instance, if it is, if that person's discovering their gift of like prophecy, Mm -hmm. um, like the Holy spirit is good and, and he, he will reveal things, but we're also human. And Mm -hmm. sometimes we allow our human emotions to get involved. Yeah. And so we, we take something perfect and we have our own little touch on it. And so it becomes a little bit of, who we are as well. Yeah. Well, if you have a person who's kind of helping you discover that gifting after like a prayer service, they might say, Hey, like you said this a couple of things here, really cool, really great. But then you kind of kept going yeah. and you might've should have stopped. <laughs> you know, it seemed like you kind of added your own opinion in there at the end yeah. and stuff. And just say like, like, like explain to me, like what, what were you feeling there? And then maybe you as a person are like, yeah, you know what? I kind of felt like I should have been done, but I just kept going. Cause Mm-hmm. I was just, you know, passionate about stuff. And so that person can kind of help be, uh, help keep you accountable as you're discovering your giftings and, and just make it like a safe place and, and a safe person because yeah, we, we need to exercise and cre- like, I guess, like again, um, create those muscles yeah. for our, for our spiritual gifts. And we're not going to get it perfect the first time. Mm-hmm. I mean, we totally can, and the Lord can do that. But yeah. there's also, I think, just with who we are as humans, we have to continue just to understand it and know how to um, just be sensitive to the to the urgings of the Holy Spirit um, in in our giftings yeah. um, with that. And so, um, yeah, so I think I think that's kind of what I'm thinking towards that that question. Yeah, there. that's good. And I think what you're talking about is good too, and even has a little bit of some scriptural backing. Like when we looked at First Corinthians chapter seven, mm-hmm. there were a couple moments where Paul said, "Hey." what I'm about to tell you is from the Lord, mm-hmm. right? And he would say, this is from the Lord. This yeah, is a command a of the Lord, mm-hmm. right? Almost like a prophetic word, mm-hmm. right? But this is from the Lord. And then there were other times in the chapter where he said, this is not from the Lord. This is from me. But I think I've been around the block enough yeah. that I, that mm-hmm. I could give you some, some good advice here. And, um, and so he, he talks a little bit more and then he get back into it. But the next part I'm going to tell you, this is from the Lord, right? Mm-hmm. So I think that that is super important. And when you talk about listening to the Holy Spirit, mm-hmm. it, it takes time. Mm-hmm. It takes time to grow that muscle. 
to grow a listening ear to the Holy Spirit, mm-hmm. to hear his voice, to know it, and then say, okay, I know this is the Lord telling me to do something. And so I'm going to do it. I'm mm-hmm. going to obey. But then there's other times where you're like, okay, I'm not sure this is the Lord. This is kind of more like, this is me, mm-hmm. right? And this yeah. is what I think, and this is my opinion. And, and we need to be honest mm-hmm. enough to say, you know, I'm not getting something from the Lord here. Mm-hmm. Th- this is just what I'm thinking. Uh, but I'll tell you if I'm getting something from the Lord. And so, and you just share. And I think the big thing is being honest and being open with those spiritual gifts. I think it is kind of like, um, I think of it somewhat like, uh, learning to jog with someone that's jogged for a long time. Right. Mm-hmm. Like I have I was, no idea what that means. Yeah. I, me neither. I've, but I've never just, jogged in my life. Yeah, no. I'm, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not very good at it either, but let's say, uh, let's say we were going to go jogging with Carl Combs, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, um, the dude can run so fast yeah. and he's in such great shape. But if Carl said, Hey, you want to go jogging with me today? It better not be an eight mile run. Yeah. or else Carl's going to kill me. Right. Yeah. Um, it, it could be a one mile run. Mm-hmm. And then when we're done, you know, Carl could say, how you feeling? How you doing? Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. how are your muscles? Yeah. Um, yeah. and I could say I'm done for today. Right. Yeah. I'm done for the year. I'm done for the year. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, but then we could go a couple days later and he yeah. could, he could teach me how to run better. He could teach yeah. me how my muscles could get better in shape. And, and as we ran more, we would, um, we would become better physically. Right. I think that it's being in the spirit is similar to that in the sense that we do need time in the spirit. Mm -hmm. And I think one of the things that we're really bad at as Americans is just taking time. Mm -hmm. I mean, we don't like to just sit around um, unless we're binging something on Netflix. Right. But then that's not really being in the spirit. That's Mm -hmm. just doing what I want to do. Yeah. But it's hard for us to sit and just be quiet, Mm -hmm. just sit and be silent and not, and learn how to turn our minds off, Mm -hmm. turn, turn our thoughts off and just let God speak. Mm -hmm. And, um, and I think we need more of that. I think we need more of that in the church. I think we need more of that in our, in our personal lives. And uh, if you're a parent right now with kids, you're probably going pastor Mark. You have no idea what I'm, what, where Mm -hmm. I'm at right now. Uh, but I do, um, you know, if you're married, uh, this is a moment where each of you needs to allow the other some time with Jesus mm-hmm. and some time with the Holy spirit and just say, Hey, I, I'm going to go take a walk and listen to the Holy spirit and get mm-hmm. out of the house and I'm going to take a prayer walk and I'm going to sit somewhere and I'm going to listen to the Holy spirit. And I think that needs to be happening. I think we need to do it in the church too. That mm-hmm. was the point of those early yeah. morning services. That's what we were doing with them. Uh, that's the point of our Holy Spirit services is to allow the Holy Spirit time, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And when you're doing three services on a Sunday morning because you have quite a few people coming to church, which is awesome, we want that, it's kind of hard to let the Holy Spirit have time because mm-hmm. um, you got to kind of stay on schedule and um, I don't, I think the Holy spirit likes to blow our schedules up. Mm-hmm. I think totally. he likes to invade yeah. our, our time and say, Hey, mm-hmm. let's, let's have an alternate time where you're mm-hmm. going to give me this moment. Yeah. Yeah. And so there might be days mm-hmm. and specific events mm-hmm. where we say, Hey, this event is not a big schedule event. This is an event where we're going to give two hours to the Holy spirit mm-hmm. and you're going to come, we're going to worship. Mm-hmm. We're going to hang out. We're just going to pray. We're mm-hmm. just going to, like a good steak, we're just going to marinate mm-hmm. in the Holy Spirit. And we're going to let him do what he wants to do. Mm-hmm. And it's in those moments that I think are really special for 
every one of us because it's in those moments that we get to say, mm-hmm. I think the Holy Spirit's saying something to me for that yeah. person over there. Yeah. I better write that down because I think, and then you sh- go over there and share it with them and you realize you're reading their mail mm-hmm. and they just start crying and you're yeah. like, oh my gosh, I think I was just prophetic. Yeah. And then there's been other times, you know, I've walked over there and it was totally me and they're like, I don't know what you're talking about. And then it was just <laughs> pathetic. So, uh, but you got to learn, but yeah, right? You, you That's you get, how you, gotta, you learn. Yeah, exactly. Um, and so then you learn, okay, that wasn't the Lord. That was just me. Yeah. And, 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 it, you, and it's always going to yeah. be in a, in a good way. That person's totally. not going to be like, get in my life. Yeah, it's right. always going to, they're going to say yeah. like, thank you. Like for, yes. for even just praying for me or speaking over me, yeah. you know, it's always going to be in a, in a good hearted way. Um, I've never had a, bad experience right in taking a step of faith in what the Lord is urging um, maybe to say or something right yeah I think I started I started the timer a little bit late oh did you so okay so where we, we have what do we you have think? about five minutes do we have about five minutes yeah. okay yeah, let I me let so. me find one more question that we could do uh, that would be you know like maybe a five minute or uh, mm-hmm. which is good uh, okay here's one that that I put down that I think is good um, if you think about your lifetime right? Mm -hmm. We just talked about moments where you just have a moment with the Holy Spirit where you go do something. But think about my lifetime. Is it possible for me to use all the gifts Mm -hmm. during my lifetime? At some point, I've used them all in one Mm -hmm. occasion or another. Is it possible to use all of them? Totally. Yeah. I mean, obviously the Lord can do what he wants in that person's life because he's he's the one that's in control of Mm -hmm. the giftings. Um, that he has. And so it's definitely possible. And I think with that though, there's, I guess a caveat of the, um, the efficiency of use. Yeah. Let's just say like you're a person who is not well organized and like very like, that's just not your gifting. <laughs> right. And you just have never had the gift of like administration or right. something like that yeah. where that's, that's not what you do, but there might be a moment where you're like, <laughs> I, you just Get something organized, you know, but it might yeah. just be the one time yeah. <laughs> in, in, in your life where, you know, that that happens. Um, but but totally like a person can and and could and will um, experience, you know, all the giftings. But that's if that person's also seeking right. um, that as well. It's mm-hmm. not just going to just plop right into their lap. Mm-hmm. Um, Paul is pretty specific in numerous parts of scripture in seeking the giftings. And also fanning into flame the gifting. So it's a continual process. It's not just mm-hmm. a one and done um, of the spiritual gifts. And so there's a, I think it's something that I've always heard you coin, um, you and Kate. It's, you know, God's part, my part. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I think that's yep. the biggest thing. And there's, God is always faithful in his part. Yep. And so we got to be faithful in our part. Yep. Um, I think that plays well into the conversation of spiritual gifts. Yeah. Um, too, you know, like if we're, if we're seeking the giftings, then I really believe that the Lord, um, will, will empower us with those yes, giftings. So. That's right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're exactly right. I think just that the, the key is I'm in relationship with the Holy mm-hmm. Spirit Yeah, and I'm open to him using me every single day, mm-hmm. every single moment of the day. And it doesn't matter where I am, whether mm-hmm. I'm at church or at work or at home with mm-hmm. the kids or what I'm doing, mm-hmm. um, that the Holy Spirit wants to use me. Yeah. And he wants to empower yeah. me and he wants to be yeah. my best friend and he wants to, he wants to glorify Jesus mm-hmm. and everything yeah. I'm doing. And so it's good. Well, I think like in pastoral ministry, I know you've experienced this multiple times. Like we'll be, we'll be in something with, with pastoral ministry, making decisions, whatever it is, or writing a message or whatever. And then all of a sudden 
there's an urgent need, like a pastoral care Mm -hmm. phone call or a person drops by and just, Mm -hmm. they need a pastor to pray with them. And in that moment, you got to just kind of stop and literally like stop every process in your brain right? and just be like, all right, Holy Spirit, give me wisdom because I have no idea what I'm about ready to get into, you know? And you go meet up with that person or talk on the phone and it's, I mean, you've, we've had these horrific phone calls where these people are going through, I mean, Crazy yeah. life stuff. And yeah. Just like, man, and you just got done filming a stupid Facebook video for yeah, right. for whatever, you right, know. For the youth group or yeah, something. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then it's all of a sudden it's like boom, change your mind. And so yeah. now you, you, have, you have to have the Holy Spirit. Yes. To give yeah. you like the wisdom and to give you just what you need to speak into that person's life mm-hmm. and to listen and stuff. And so if if we're not if we're not in our giftings, it's, it's really hard (laughs) to, to do ministry. And, and that's, you know, and just in those contexts and I mean, it's the same just in life too. You know, you got to ask the Holy spirit for, for the giftings to, to be empowered to, I guess, do this life. Yeah. So that's great. Well, thanks pastor Cooper for a great message yesterday and for a good podcast right now about talking about the Holy spirit and Mm -hmm. spiritual gifts and, I think this is exactly what God intended us to be. Mm-hmm. I think this is why Jesus said, you know, don't leave until the Holy Spirit comes upon you. He intended for the believers to be scattered all around the planet in every single nook and cranny of every workplace and everywhere. So every block, every street, every neighborhood, every mm-hmm. culture, every race, every tribe, you know, it, we're meant to be spread out all over so that the presence and power Mm -hmm. of God is everywhere as well. And we get to be that representation of Mm -hmm. Jesus when we're filled with the spirit, being used to the spirit, operating in the spirit and using our gifts and just living life in the spirit as well, instead of in our flesh. And so I'm excited that we all get to do that at Cheney Faith Center. Mm -hmm. We get to be those people that are spread out throughout Cheney and the West Plains and Eastern Washington and say, Hey, we're taking Jesus to work today. Mm -hmm. We're we're going to be filled with the Holy spirit and, uh, I'm I'm hanging out with my kids today, and I'm just going to be filled with the spirit with my kids, mm-hmm. and whatever I'm doing, I'm I'm going to be filled with the spirit today. So that's really important, and I'm excited about that as a church and what each of you are doing out there, and how you're being used to the Lord, and how you're operating in the spirit, mm-hmm. your spiritual gift, and how you're just listening to the Holy Spirit each day and obeying Him. So yeah. um, we'll have lots more conversations about yeah. this because we're a Pentecostal. Yeah, bunch yeah and uh the holy spirit's a big part of our lives chapter so, 14's coming that's up right, chapter 14's <laughs> coming up yeah yeah it's a big one and chapter 13's a huge one too because it's the chapter on love and it's it's context actually is the mm-hmm. way you use your spiritual gift yeah is in love mm-hmm. not selfishly you use it in yeah. love just like yeah. jesus did for us mm-hmm. and so uh what a great talk great conversation yeah. thanks for that so uh how would you like to end this um, go Vikings. And, yep. uh, no. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I always, every, every Sunday sermon, I've ended it differently. Yeah. I've always been like, how should I end this? And I always say, Jesus loves you. And I guess we do too. Yeah. But also Mark and Kate <laughs> do. And then I'll, every Sunday. So, um, so I'll, I'll simply say Jesus loves you. And so does CFC. All right. And we'll end it that way. So good ending. <laughs> Have a great week, everyone. All right.